what makes most of this stuff so easy for a new owner of a Volkswagen to be immediately comfortable in their new car that they just purchased is the fact that they already know how their phone operates. They know how to pull the navigation up on their telephone. And now that can so seamlessly be transferred up to the display in the vehicle. I think the bigger story with a lot of our cars is the design itself, not necessarily technology. You're getting a lot of bang for your buck with Volkswagen these days. And especially now with the six-year, 72,000-mile people's first warranty. That's industry-leading. Welcome to iDrive SoCal, the podcast all about mobility from the automotive capital of the United States, Southern California. I'm Tom Smith, and today I'm out at Ontario Volkswagen in the Los Angeles suburb of Ontario, California. Uh, Ontario Volkswagen is just off the 15 and joining me is the sales manager of Ontario Volkswagen, Mr. Scott Reed. Scott, thank you so much for joining us and thank you for being our newest uh, automotive retail partner. Not a problem. I thank you guys for being here. We're excited. We're excited to start bringing the news of Volkswagen to uh, drivers throughout Southern California. So, um, I always like to start off with everyone's path to the automotive business is different. How did you get into, uh, the business yourself? Uh, for me, it's a, a family affair. I was born and raised in the car business for the most part. My dad goes way back, uh, in the Southern California automotive retail side of things. So, uh, I kind of grew up in showrooms and, and sales managers' offices and things like that. And uh, shortly after high school, I decided I wanted to start selling cars. Okay. Uh, so dove into it. Uh, Dad wouldn't give me a job working for him because I didn't know how to sell cars. <laughs> so I went over to a Ford dealership close to my home and showed up as a 19-year-old kid and said, I'd like to learn how to sell cars. Uh, they gave me a job and kind of learned the ropes and did that for about a year. Then uh, came back to Dad. And growing up, was there ever a time that you were like, mm, maybe I want to be a doctor, maybe I want to be a lawyer or anything, but were you always like, dad does this, I love it, I want to do it too? Yeah, not particularly. You know, I, I like to play baseball as a kid. You know, when you grow up and uh, realize that you're probably not going to be a professional baseball player, for me, luckily, it was earlier than most kids. I realized that at about 13 or 14. <laughs> so kind of gave that up and uh, played water polo and swam all through uh, high school my nice. first year of college. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, I realized very shortly I was ready to get to work and start making some money for myself. Uh, so I went to community college and as soon as I started selling cars, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the people that I worked with. Yeah. I enjoy speaking with people and customers on a daily basis. And I was kind of just a, it felt like a natural progression to me. Sure. Um, and still, you know, 16 years later, I still enjoy it. And I, I'm still, I feel like I'm growing still, which is nice, yep. uh, but I've got really no interest in doing anything else, to be honest. And do you consider yourself a car guy from a perspective of, are you grabbing the kids and going to a car show on uh, a cars and coffee kind of thing on a weekend? We do. Yeah. Uh, my kids and I, we do like to go to the automotive shows and, and check out what's new out there. But every time something new comes out, I get kind of excited about it. I know my wife does as well. And uh, you know, luckily for us, we're in a position to to be able to drive, you know, cars maybe a little more regularly than somebody not in the business is able to. You get to experience a little bit more. We do. Yeah. So on that note, let's talk a little bit about uh, Volkswagen, the brand. And, um, you know, I drive SoCal is all about 
you know, mobility. And in Southern California, mobility is a car, right? Sure. Everybody's got one. Everybody's got to drive. Um, maybe someday that'll be flying cars or whatever else. And that would be really cool. Um, we talked about that with, with, uh, your dad as well. He was yeah. talking about, uh, you know, even, even if it got to the point of Jetsons, like somebody still has to, you know, provide those for. Somebody's going to want to buy one and we're going to have to sell them. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And we may be getting there with the way they're doing self-driving cars and things like that. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. I'm still waiting for my hoverboard that was promised to me. Right. In the, uh, the back to the future. Right. Right. My... Growing up skateboarding and surfing and snowboarding and all that. I, I'm waiting for that hoverboard. Yeah. If we get flying cars before hoverboards, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> so, um. Volkswagen, all manufacturers have some pretty crazy tech and innovation and everybody's one up in each other. Yeah. And I think car manufacturers have actually realized that over probably the last eight or nine years. Uh, you know, there was a time when the technology was progressing that cars became so involved inside, they were difficult to use yeah. as a, as a driver, right? Uh, too many buttons on the dashboards. Yep too many things beeping and chiming at you, which also, you know, they were built as safety features, but ended up almost distracting the driver to a point of being unsafe. Right. Um, I think Volkswagen's done really, really well, especially with the new, really going back to about 2016 and now through the 2018s and coming 2019s, everything's very, very simple to use. All that tech is in there, um, but with the voice command, with the, the simplicity of the dash and the touchscreen displays, I mean, you can get your car set up in 20 to 30 minutes with one of the salespeople here on delivery and have a really good grasp on how everything works. And if you want to change something, you'll know how quickly at home to change it and tweak it. Whereas, you know, five, six years ago, you didn't have these touchscreen functionalities right. to be able to go in and make small tweaks to your driving systems and things like that that you yeah. can today. To put it to uh, computer terms or like a website term, you know, user interface or U right. UX, right? Um, the vehicle has the same thing. And a different manufacturer um, took a little bit of criticism for, yeah, they brought out this whiz-bang, holy cow, you know, tremendous computing power in the car, but gosh, to, to figure out how to use it is forget about it. So right. I experienced that myself when I worked for a, a different brand, a different manufacturer outside of uh, my dad's stores a few years ago and drove one of that brand's vehicles. And the inside of it was like a 747. <laughs> I mean, it was so incredibly difficult to use anything. Really nice looking car, you yeah. know, higher, higher end car, uh, not a, one of those ultra luxury cars, but a car that's attainable to most people like myself. And for the entire two years I had it, I never felt like I knew the car. <laughs> and I also didn't have the time to mess with it to really learn. Right, it. right. And it was the product I was selling, so I sort of felt obligated to drive it. Yeah. But, yeah, to, to get into these new Volkswagens now, uh, we just got my wife the new Atlas. Uh, to get in there and kind of just play with the functions in that car is night and day different. I mean, it's very, very simple, which I think is really important for manufacturers going forward and Volkswagen's doing a heck of a job kind of staying on the forefront of that, just making it user-friendly. And especially in Southern California, we're all so busy now. Yep. Nobody has the time or the patience to sit in their driveway and mess with their car for 30 yep. or 40 minutes before they leave. Yep. Um, but we're stuck in traffic. And, and the reality is we can't just sit there and think about going from gas to brake for the next hour and a half. 
So we have all kinds of tech and innovation in the vehicle and being able to use it efficiently, effectively without having to download a whole bunch of knowledge is, is so crucial. Right. Uh, to me, the most impressive thing in all of it is the, the Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Okay. I mean, and I think that's what makes most of this stuff so easy for a new owner of a Volkswagen yep. to be immediately comfortable in their new car that they just purchased is the fact that they already know how their phone operates. Yep. They know how to pull the navigation up on their telephone. Yep. And now that can so seamlessly seamlessly be transferred up to the the display on the vehicle. Right. It takes a lot of the thought out of it for the customer, yep. which is nice. Instead of learning how to operate an inboard navigation, which so few of these cars are actually being built with anymore. Right. They just plug their phone into the, you know, the CarPlay and it's done. So I think that's probably the biggest thing. And I know a lot of other manufacturers are doing that as well. Um, Volkswagen's really done a nice job with the interface that they've built. Um, and once you come in and you actually see the displays in some of these cars, you don't really, it's hard to tell on a podcast what I'm talking about. Sure. It's such a nice, good looking, cosmetically pleasing interface. And once the phone's hooked up with it, it's just, like I said, it's very seamless. So this is Apple CarPlay. Android Auto. And Android Auto. And this allows me to, am I doing, am I connecting via Bluetooth or am I, or am I plugging, hard, hardwiring in? Hardwire for a lot of the, if you want your apps to pop up from your actual phone screen, you're hardwiring in. Okay. Um, Bluetooth is all still there as well. If right. If you want to listen to music via one of the streaming music uh, lines, you can do that via Bluetooth. But to get that Navian, things like that on the screen, you are going through a hardwire. And then I get to select if I want to use Waze or oh, yeah. Google Maps or... Right. Um, uh, Google Play, uh, Google Play Music, which is where you can listen to uh, iDrive SoCal. Right. Also, of course, all the other uh, iTunes and, and whatnot. I think the bigger story with a lot of our cars is the design, the design itself, not necessarily technology. I mean, like the Atlas, for instance, I think one of the best features of that new Atlas is how they designed that second row for a child seat to be anchored in. You don't have to remove it to get into the third row like you do with almost every other SUV out there. Oh, that's huge. It's, things like that's really where they kind of set themselves apart from the competition. Because if you've had kids or, uh, thank God my kids are both out of car seats and booster seats now. But I anybody, just started. <laughs> anybody who's anchored a car seat into yep. the anchors uh, in a car know that once it's in there, the last thing you want to do is take it in, take it out. And, and kind of reinstall it all the time. You bet. The Atlas designed in a way where you can flip that seat forward with that child seat still in place and your third row passengers can enter and exit the back row. That's brilliant. Nobody else can do that on the market. Um, so that's awesome. Uh, you know, Volkswagen took a long time to get to the seven passenger right. big SUV game. Right. We were probably the last ones to the party. Okay. But it was important to them that they designed the car, you know, correctly yep what before they brought it to market and it's very clear if you come in and check it out the, the car stands far apart from its competitors and now speaking of that let's talk a little bit about the uh the the reef let's talk a little bit about the lineup it, it, itself um so you mentioned the atlas that is a that is a biggie for you guys that's big that's we've been waiting on it for years <laughs> it's been years huh years in the making okay you gotta understand with volkswagen most of these other manufacturers have had a seven-passenger SUV now for upwards of, in some cases, 15 years. Mm. 
Uh, Volkswagen has not had anything other than we had the Touareg, which was a really nice high-end five-passenger SUV. Yeah. But we eliminated ourselves from an entire segment of shoppers that needed a seven-passenger family SUV. Sure. So to have that come to market finally for Volkswagen was a huge deal. Yeah. Not only to have something to offer, but to offer it in a price range they've offered it in is huge. And we're already seeing the cars doing very, very well nationally, especially here in Southern California. It seems to be, and I haven't driven one yet. I look forward to it. It's very appealing, uh, aesthetically inside and out. Um, it looks like a tremendous value right. for, um, for what it is. Not to mention it's, it's, it's a European car. It's a right. German car. I mean, all those are like, huh, this is some serious consideration. Right. Yeah, being built right here in the U.S. helps too. Yeah. I mean, it's When we talk about pricing, that's got a, a, you know, a great deal to do with how they've priced it so competitively. They build it right here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, and it's fantastic. Not only is it new to the market. Now, a lot of the other SUVs in that segment are becoming a little bit stale. You've got a lot of them that have had roughly the same body style for the last 10 years or so. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to have something fresh that nobody's seen before. It's different. Mm -hmm. Volkswagen's always prided itself on being different. Mm -hmm. And there's no doubt that this new Atlas is different. Um, but once you start looking at the value of what you get within each trim level, that, that car's hard to match with any manufacturer. And it can be compared very competitively to the other domestic uh, SUVs. Sure which is what most people compare it to. But even if you start looking at some of the higher-end Euro SUVs, yep. you can spend twenty twenty five thousand dollars $25,000 less on an Atlas than some of those higher-end competitors and still get a lot of the same features you're getting in those higher-end cars. Yep. So I think it's actually appealing to a broader audience than Volkswagen maybe thought it would, yep. especially here in Southern California, because SUVs and pickup trucks are, I mean, that's what we drive here in Southern California right? for the most part. I love the functionality of a seven passenger of a third row. Some of the cars out there look like, you know, like, oh, you know, from the outside, that's, you know, got an extra row. And it doesn't look quite as aesthetically pleasing. Sure. The Atlas, I was surprised to hear there was a there was a, a another row. And it's spacious back there. Yeah, more surprising once you get in the car. Uh, it it doesn't look like a you know a big behemoth driving down. Yeah. The road. it looks very European, uh, very sleek. But once you get in it, uh, it's giant. It's got probably one of the most comfortable third rows out there. You know, a lot of these manufacturers design them, and the third row is kind of an afterthought because mm -hmm. they have to have it in there right. at this point. Right. But it's really not designed for anybody over about five feet tall. Right. You can put seven full size adults in an Atlas and be comfortable. And that middle row reclines, so if you don't have rear you know, third row passengers, your second row passengers can kind of lay back and get comfortable. That's really very impressive. So other than the Atlas, what other uh, items in your model lineup would you like to touch base on? Uh, Tiguan. Tiguan's Tiguan. a big deal for us as well. You know, Volkswagen's had the Tiguan in their line for quite some time now, but they've also just stretched that car out 11 inches. Yep. Now our long wheelbase Tiguan, which also has a third row in it. So also uh, seven passenger capability, which is huge. Uh, that car's selling very, very well also. Not everyone needs that full-size, you know, atlas size SUV. Right. So that's competing actually quite well with the Atlas uh, within really? our dealership. 
and then of course we've got Jetta, we've got Passat, you know, the old go-tos for sure. Volkswagen that sure. they're still doing really well with. Sure. Those vehicles are very smartly designed, still incredibly priced. Yep. Um, and most of them have all these technological features we've been discussing standard nowadays, yep. which is really, really nice. You know, to be able to come in and get a Jetta for the price you can get a Jetta for uh, with all of the standard features on it is really impressive. It, it makes cars with a lot of content in them mm-hmm. available to a lot of buyers. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, maybe your younger buyers in the past were sort of pushed into a lower end segment mm-hmm. where the cars didn't have a whole lot of yep. features in them. Yep. You know, crank up windows, things like that. Cars at one point didn't have air conditioners. I remember that was an option. At one point. <laughs> You're getting a lot of bang for your buck with Volkswagen these days. Yeah. And especially now with the six year, 72,000 mile, you know, people's first warranty. That's industry leading. Tell us about that. Well, yeah, the, uh, you know, for the most part, across the board, uh, you've got your standard three-year 36 warranty for most manufacturers. Okay. Uh, which is your comprehensive, you know, warranty, if you will. Volkswagen essentially stepped up and doubled that. Six years, 72,000 miles now on every new 2018 uh, Volkswagen, which is huge. Uh, that's not only value-wise. Uh, because the pricing of the vehicles didn't go up with that. Right. Volkswagen built that in uh, to not only be able to offer what the competitors can't, but they've kept the pricing where it's at for yeah. the most part. Yeah. Is that, nice. is that bumper to bumper? It's bumper to bumper. It's bumper to bumper, if you will. Everybody loves to use that term, but that's our bumper to bumper warranty. Comes with roadside assistance, all of it. Se- six years, 72,000. It's called the People's First Warranty. Yeah, but that's new for 2018. Huh. And that's a big deal, especially in Southern California, because we drive a lot here. Uh huh. You know, what people forget about warranties is that it's years or mileage, whichever comes first. Right. It's never, it's never both. So somebody who's driving 15 or 20,000 miles a year, which is fairly regular uh, in Southern California, you could buy a brand new car in a year and a half from now, be out of bumper to bumper warranty. Right. So that that's a problem. Really helps kind of combat some of that. So, you know, to have coverage for, in some cases, the life of the entire loan mm-hmm. is a lot of peace of mind for folks. Absolutely. I mean, peace of mind and uh, huge, huge savings too, right? Hmm. Okay. Um, I think that brings us to the uh, upcoming event that we wanted to talk about. We do have an all oh, new yeah. Jetta coming out. Uh, new Jetta originally was scheduled for a June release. Looks like it's maybe a little earlier now. So we'll have the brand new 2019 Jetta, which is a complete redesign, uh, ground up. Uh, this thing's going to get close to 40 miles a gallon with a normal gas turbo engine in it. Uh, still, 40? Yeah, still going to have your Jetta pricing, which is fantastic. Uh, going to have that new warranty we just discussed. And we're actually having a launch party here on uh, April 24th, which is a Tuesday night. Uh, Volkswagen Corporate's actually bringing four or five of those cars out for our guests who'd like to come in and test drive it and see it. We're going to have food. Uh, we'll probably have some fun stuff for the kids if you want to bring those. I think we had mini horses over here the night we did the Atlas launch party, which was pretty neat. Cool. <laughs> yeah, we had we we do parties a little little more than most of uh, our competitors do. We, <laughs> so we spend a little extra money on that to make it fun for the customers who want to come out and check out the new product. Sure. And this is – it's not going to be available for – from the time you have the party, another – Probably another month, okay. Roughly, I mean, uh, with logistics, obviously things can delay right from getting here in the showroom. But we're expecting to have that car for sale no later than June. 
Okay. So we'll be taking pre-orders that night uh, for customers who are interested in doing so. Uh, and it's nice that Volkswagen does this because a lot of times when a new product's released, they don't do a dealership level Right. Motion. Yeah. You know, they'll sometimes have a ride and drive for the public that's maybe out in Los Angeles. Right. Or elsewhere, but we're actually able to have one here where they're going to bring cars to our guests. Right. Uh, to come be able to check it out. Right. A few different trim levels will be present. Uh, and like I said, we'll be test driving them all night with people. And uh, if customers choose, we'll do pre-orders and go from there. Yeah, that's an ex- that's an exciting thing. Um, as you point out, the, the manufacturer doesn't do that uh, very often for, I, I, I can't think of many times I've heard of them doing that. But like we have a contributor, uh, I call him the professor, Clinton Kwan. He's, he's, he knows the most granular details about cars and whatnot. And manufacturers tap him all the time for those kind of things. But it's not a open to public thing. Right. So it's kind of like what Clinton gets all the time, folks, uh, is what you can come to Ontario Volkswagen and enjoy April April 24th. 24th. Tuesday the 24th. Yeah, we're going to start at probably uh, probably officially about 5, but stores open all day if you want to okay. come in early. We'll have food and drinks, and uh, it's not a selling event, which is nice. Right. You know, folks kind of like that uh, approach to things, so we're yeah. here to help and answer questions. We'll have factory personnel on hand uh, to do the same thing, and... Yeah. That'll be fun. Plus, you can check out any of the other models we discussed today as well. Of course. Of so course. We'll have a, a full lineup of cars here ready for everybody to come see. Well, uh, thank you so much, Scott yeah. Reed, uh, sales manager here at Volkswagen Ontario. It's actually Ontario, Ontario Volkswagen, Volkswagen, right? But you can be found online, OntarioVolkswagen.com or OntarioVW.com. Yes, both, sir. Right? Instagram page, Facebook page. Uh, we're everywhere now. Follow them, like them, stop in and say hi to them. Scott's always here. Uh, thank you so much for coming on board with iDrive SoCal. We're, we're so excited to uh, intermingle our families, yours and, and, and ours. Um, Ontario Volkswagen, the place to come for Volkswagens now and a long time to come, especially on April 24th to April check out the, the event. Yes, sir. Um, and and it's, it's absolutely no pressure because you can't even, they don't have, they, the manufacturers bringing out a few of them for you to crawl through and check out and test drive, but, but you, they're not even going to be. I couldn't tell you one if you wanted me to. Right, exactly. <laughs> All right, excellent. Scott, thank you again. Thank you, Tom. And uh, until next time, this is iDrive SoCal. I'm Tom Smith. Thanks for listening.